Hi friend, have you ever been interested in receiving an energy therapy and a reading, a clairvoyant reading of your energy body that includes your aura and your chakras? Well, as energy therapist and now a podcast host at the Spirit and Soul Healing Podcast, I am inviting guests on for an energy healing series. So in the spring, I shared um, a collection of channeled messages along with healings in episodes 23 through 32. If you'd like to reference back to them, you can have an idea of what's to come. And if you would like to be a guest here at the podcast to receive an energetic therapy session, I am now taking applications for the next round of healings. So to apply, you can send me an email at spiritandsoulhealingpodcast.com or if you're on Instagram, you can send me a direct message. I look forward to sharing this experience with you. I am so happy to share that I will be hosting an intimate group of women May 1st to the 4th, just north of Houston, Texas, for a transformational gathering and retreat. In this experience, guests will get to explore their own healing, go within, and take time for their self-care and transformation. Some of the modalities and activities that will be shared include inner dance, breath work, guided meditation and movement, sound healing, channeled messages, and friendship. If you're interested in this experience, I am co-hosting it with my friend Teresa and she's amazing. (laughs) If you had the opportunity to work with her at our Shasta retreat, then you will remember how sweet and just beautiful and what a wonderful healer she is. I'm excited. It's been a minute since I've hosted a retreat and this one is going to be a beautiful experience right on Lake Livingston. They have gorgeous sunsets and it's just, you know, going to be awesome. (laughs) So if you have any questions, please check out the details on my website, spiritandsoulhealingpodcast.com or amysikarski.com. I'm looking forward to connecting with this beautiful group. And if you feel called to join us, then I encourage you to apply. Clearing and releasing, and then my soul light came in even stronger. So the whole part of this one particular form of therapy begins with acknowledgement, accessing the information, releasing, and then we go into the healing process a bit deeper where we bring in the healing energy to stabilize, to fuel, to support, and to help um, reactivate or reboot the system with new light codes with new awareness and with the stronger intention of the energies and the possibilities that are available to us. So releasing is a significant vital part to any form of healing. I just spoke about 
some in-depth past life experiences, but it's important to release the energy of this reality in this now moment. Before you go to bed, do all that you can do to release any of the energy that you might have felt stirring within you through experiences in the day or any energy that empathically you have felt from others um, or the world from the collective. And so for those experiences, we'll go back to some of the really foundational forms of releasing and therapy. Welcome to the Spirit and Soul Healing Podcast, where we speak about all things related to spirituality, soul level healing, intuitive guidance, frequencies, and much more. I'm Amy Sikarski, licensed vocational nurse, past life hypnotherapist, master intuitive energy healer, and a clairvoyant physical channel. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Spirit School Online where we offer courses in energy therapy, free guided meditations, courses and information around learning to connect in with your spirit guides, and much more. You can find me at amysikarski.com and offerings at spiritschoolonline.com. Hi, I'm Amy Sikarski. Welcome to today's episode of the Spirit and Soul Healing Podcast. I've been inspired to speak about the aspect of release and how important releasing is in the healing process. And the experience today that I had that inspired this topic of conversation was when I saw a post on Instagram, and it was a beautiful quote from Rachel Remen. And let me read it to you. This might be something you've heard in the past. I believe I've heard it before. And it just sat with me, you know, it just really sat in my heart and I actually created a whole post about it and I was thinking, wow, this would be a great topic to share here at the podcast. So the quote is, healing may not be so much about getting better as about letting go of everything that isn't you, all of the expectations, all of the beliefs and becoming who you are. From Rachel Remen. So there's been a lot of shifts happening this year. And as I've mentioned in the past, I've noticed a significant, a very remarkable increase in these different forms of energetic therapy and the healing work and healing practice. And in this experience, especially with a few of the sessions I personally had as a client, and some of the ones I shared on the last episode, I experienced a lot of release. And the forms of releases that can present and come up for healing in sessions vary. So I wanted to talk today about some of the aspects of release in energy therapy and release in our everyday life. And what does that mean? Why is it important? And in what ways can we therapeutically begin to release energies, thoughts, <laughs> programming, the vibrations and the consciousness that is around us that we no longer align with or that is not serving us? 
Releasing of energies and thoughts, patterns, emotions, and programming is a really important part of the healing process. And as a therapist, it's one of the first stages of a healing session. So the session typically begins with an opening, setting space, and connecting in, doing an assessment, uh, getting somewhat of a feeling or sensation about what is necessary, what is needed, and where we are guided. And then we'll bring in a healing frequency. We invite in a light and a loving frequency to hold space and to comfort those that we are working with. If there's a specific area of need that we are drawn to that could require some additional support, we usually will bring energy around that space to stabilize and to provide comfort and support while we are working with that energy. So releasement work can be loud, it can be intrusive, it can be obnoxious, it can be surprising, and it can also be quiet, it can be calm, it can be very contemplative, Uh, it can be actively expressed and experienced through interaction, Or it could be a passive experience where we observe and let go. So the energy that comes to the surface to be released may work its way through the system and the person that's releasing it will have their own unique way in which they recognize the frequency, have a relationship or interact with the frequency, and then let that frequency go. For example, breath work is a great way of releasing, and that is a modality where the energy is moved out of the system, and in that experience, emotions and physical sensations, electric magnetic energetic frequency can flow through that you would feel in the body, on the skin, and um, you could also release in a different way the same or an aspect of the same energy. So meaning a part of the energy that was created in a specific time and place could also be released in hypnosis, energetic therapy, through thought recognition from a reading, through movement, dance, exercise, meditation. So whenever you're called to move energy out, Feel into what is the most natural desire that's coming to you. Are you feeling like a nice walk in nature or some yoga and stretching? Are you feeling like dancing and movement or that journaling would be more supportive? And your intuition will help lead the way. When the energy comes to present itself to you, Try not to overthink it. If you start moving the energy with journaling and you feel that it's still not all the way released, just try a different form of, or a different exercise, (laughs) try a different form of therapy. So you can have a professional type of therapeutic session, or we have the ability to work in a therapeutic setting within our own space and the energy and the space that we cultivate for ourselves. So I wanted to share a little bit about some of the aspects of release and very basic at the beginning, we could say if there's a block or cloudy energy, 
let's say we're clairvoyantly tuning into energy that's coming for release, it can appear in many different ways. We can see it very clinically. We can see it in a way where it comes through as cartoons or visions that tell a story and have animation to them. We can also see it as energy, as bricks or blocks of energy that might take a specific shape or form or smoky, wispy energy, somewhat translucent, more opaque, cloud-like energies. We can see it as color. We can see it as frequency um, that looks like if you were to see static electricity depicted in a visual form or um, sound waves depicted in a visual form. So there's a lot of different ways to see the energy. And as we're looking at the energy, we begin to assess the energy as a therapist. So what does it look like? What part of the system is it interfering with? Is it embedded in the physical body? Do we see it in the aura? Is it in a particular chakra? And once we locate it, we can then trace it back and see where it's connected. Where is it connecting in, in this physical moment, in this lifetime? And what effects is it having upon the body, the mental body, the physical body, upon the energy, upon relationships? Um, What kind of effects is it having within the system and within the self, the relationship with self? So we can look in the body, we can look in interpersonal relationships, we can see how it affects our consciousness and our own awareness, our own perspective or perception of our interaction with the world around us. And often we'll get a clue or we'll be led into these certain awarenesses where we see how is it flowing or weaving or working within a particular chakra and the conversations between the chakras or within different aspects of the physical body within organs. And when we see energy that is outside of the body or in, but often if it's outside of the body, um, of late, I've been seeing that I can trace it back to earlier moments in this life. And then there's a particular frequency and vibration that I see where I get a knowing that it's past life. And then my energy shifts. And I, as a therapist, in the gifts and the way that I work, I will flow back through time and space and view the energy and see where it was created. So what form of trauma occurred that disrupted the energetic signature within the soul's vibration and embedded or programmed or channeled through into this reality. So there's different ways even in that. And depending on what information comes through, it tells me the best way to clear and release it. So if there's a thread of light, we'll say, that flows to a particular occurrence, a specific time where a traumatic moment or event happened, or it could even flow into a whole lifetime where there's a theme of a lifetime. And I can flow with my frequency, observing and going back through time and space and seeing where that occurs. In that moment of reality, I usually feel a lot of light come in that dissolves the connection. So if it's a hook or if it's a plug or if it looks like a suction cup, 
if it looks like it's braided or entwined, the light will come in and release the connection in whatever way it is. And then I hold space and I work a lot with the guides of the client in that life and also the current life and their soul energy and the archangels. And I do a bi-location where I'm healing in two places or maybe more than two at once. And then I will watch as the energy within the past life is healed at the source moment or at the time of passing, at the closing of that life, if it's a specific theme that occurred over and over in that life. And um, then I'll follow the, the frequency back into this reality by tracing it with healing light. And then we usually will seal the opening or the space that the energy attached to and came in in this reality. So this is just one aspect of how I work as a therapist in healing energy that's around a past life experience. This is just like a fraction of the work that I would do in that because then from there I go back and assess and make sure that their soul is in a healing space surrounded by light beings to assist them in their review of that life, a full healing of that life to neutralize any disruptions and to help heal them in the soul realm and the spirit state. And um, that all occurs in the quantum field and the client receives the healing immediately um, as somebody who has received that healing in a setting where I was a client. It was profound and just like so beautiful because I could feel a shift within me and answers energetically vibrationally I received I'll say like answers or a solution came through the energy came through that peeled away this programming this uh, underlying subconscious thought that I had this reservation around stepping into my power and light in this life because of something that happened in a past life the next step to all of that would then be a soul retrieval experience where we collect the healed portions um, that were stuck in times and spaces. And if I could express how I feel or how I sense it, it's like this dissonant energy. So a humming or a grating, an off-tune pitch or note, kind of like nails on a chalkboard where you can feel it just does not feel settled. It does not feel pure tone. It does not feel right. It doesn't feel clear or in harmony. And so we work with that energy and we sense that within the shift and the healing that it relaxes and it becomes so beautiful and so healing in such a profound way that it then begins to create shifts through time and space. And in the current life that we're focused in, so this reality, I was seeing how it released a lot of self-doubt and pressure and emotions and thoughts that I had upon myself. Even if the tiniest pieces, like grains of sand, it builds up. And so I was feeling it all wash away. And all of this energy that I don't even have words for was clearing and releasing. And then my soul light came in even stronger. So the whole part of this one particular form of therapy begins with acknowledgement, accessing the information, releasing 
And then we go into the healing process a bit deeper where we bring in the healing energy to stabilize, to fuel, to support, and to help um, reactivate or reboot the system with new light codes, with new awareness, and with a stronger intention of the energies and the possibilities that are available to us. So releasing is a significant and vital part to any form of healing. I just spoke about some in-depth past life experiences, but it's important to release the energy of this reality and this now moment and this day before you go to bed, do all that you can do to release any of the energy that you might have felt stirring within you through experiences in the day or any energy that empathically you have felt from others um, or the world from the collective. And so for those experiences, we'll go back to some of the really foundational forms of releasing and therapy. So I mentioned a few already, journaling, stretching, exercising, speaking it out. You know, you might not know why you feel a certain way, but just say, wow, I'm noticing this energy. And you can say, I'm feeling this way and then follow it up with, and now I am releasing it. So thank you. So um, an example would be, wow, I felt really sad today. I'm not sure why, but I'm going to thank the sadness for expressing this awareness to me. And I'm going to release and excuse it now. And then you could take a deep breath in, visualize a flame of light or a particular color around you, maybe an angel, maybe a vibrational sound from a bowl or a chime. So you could put a song on and hold the energy. Let that light come all around you. And then feel the peace that comes with it as you're transmuting and thanking it and on your exhalation release and let it go and if you feel that it's particularly heavy you can let it go into a flame of light or you can spray the space around you with salt water and there's other ways you can clear with smoke so let the energy go let it clear if it doesn't clear i would start to use some more movements with the body so tapping you can do EFT emotional freedom technique you can tap your body along the meridians repeating positive affirmations you can move and dance and squat and stomp and twist to a beat like you can uh, dance to music or you can just feel the energy and move your body and let it flow out of you and then I would clear the space <laughs> afterwards so these are a couple of ways um, there's different ways that could be more relaxing and soothing. So laying down and listening to music, taking a salt water bath, that can help as well. The whole basis here is to really be conscious of the energy that's around you to release and let go and take authority, really take responsibility and recognize the authority that you have over the energy that's in your system and that is surrounding your physical and energetic space. Sometimes we find that past emotions or memories come up or visions that we don't even know. It could very well be a past life or early childhood awareness. And it might not be 
our traumatic moment, but it could be something that we witnessed. So there's really no judging, I find. That doesn't help. In-depth analyzation sometimes can just create more blocks and confusion and get in the way. So as Teresa mentioned a couple episodes ago, she, I believe, was talking about breath work, sound therapy, inner dance work. When we hold those forms of therapeutic experiences one-on-one or inner retreat sessions, the energy releases. And she was mentioning that we don't always have to know the details around it. We just know that it's cleared. We feel better. We feel a lot better. And then whatever hasn't cleared, we can look deeper into. And that's when we can start to take another step towards responsibility of our own inner experiences and how we share how we emit our interactions that we have in relationships with others. So once we do, once we do as much as we can do on our own, that's where you might find it appropriate to reach out for a therapist, an energy therapist, a sound therapist, a talk therapist, any kind of therapist you might then be guided to work with. So these cathartic releases can sometimes come through in crying or laughing or screaming or a yawn, a belch, a sigh, anything like this, any physical movement. The body can twitch, it can contract, and um, you can sometimes feel like uh, these little tremors move throughout the body as it's reprogramming and purging and clearing. So when you have somebody that's working with you to hold the space, It can provide one of the deepest experiences because you might find that you were holding an energy, let's say an energy of separation or fear, shame and grief, so doubt and trauma. So it's all kind of rolled up into one because that's some of the energy that cleared from a past life that I recently went through, um, that whole experience in clearing And so within it, the energy was lifting out of my body and my body was moving and it was releasing from energetic imprints. It was releasing through dimensional aspects. So I was seeing things and my therapist was seeing things, how this energy had embedded in my energy body and that would have left imprint from every incarnation that came after that lifetime, that experience. And then if something in the current lifetime that was similar or brought up and instigated an awareness, activated that vibration, I would start to feel it and it would bring back that energetic pattern. So one thing was separation that I was different. And in the past life where I was shunned from a community and I integrated with nature, I was misjudged and I was physically removed from the community and I um, still felt within my heart, you know, that I was supposed to be there to help them. So I started doing uh, prayer and energy work from outside of the community for quite a long time, even after that life ended. So if you haven't had an opportunity to listen to the past episode, you'll probably find it really interesting. Um, And I explain a bit more about that. Well, in this life, (laughs) oh my gosh, my first memories of being told I was different and not accepted was in kindergarten, first day of class, where I was um, 
You know, I just thought people were friendly, nice, and kind. I don't know. Maybe that's me, you know, very open to including and having community. But I went to sit with some girls and day one, they were like, no, you can't sit with us. And that was the beginning of this experience that really provided next level growth for me because those relationships went from kindergarten on past or through high school, let's say. Um, I grew up in the same community. But within that whole experience, it taught me to speak up for myself, to not doubt myself, to be strong in who I was. I really started analyzing or observing behavior that to me was just foreign or kind of odd. Um, But within all of that, there was a deeper awareness and a stirring and this frequency, this vibration of, oh, (laughs) this isn't new. Okay, I've done this before, you know, like, welcome back to this reality. But my circumstances and situations were so different. So I was able to heal by regaining strength. I was able to heal by feeling more confident. I was able to heal those aspects that where I physically was not allowed to speak my truth in the past life because, and it could have even been multiple past lives now that I say this, because it would have, um, been the end of my life. I mean, I think I even died early in that life because of my situation living out in the elements. I think it shortened my lifespan, but at least I wasn't murdered for being who I was, you know, directly in a violent way. So although my guides are saying, they're like, Amy, give yourself credit. Like there was a lot of suffering. So yeah, there, there was. And I think the, the biggest thing, the key of it, the suffering was the separation, And I feel like a lot of us feel that suffering and that separation, especially star beings and earth angels who are so sensitive and not really used to how harsh life can be. I'm hearing cruel life can be. We feel that separation here. And so if you do feel that separation, I'm getting this message that connecting more with community and those like minds and hearts um, energetically, if you're not in a space to physically or one-on-one connect, um, you know, the social media, you'll find other light working bright lights, <laughs> really strong beings that you resonate with. And we feel a kinship with them. And I have a lot of meditations at spiritschoolonline.com where the original session was in a group setting and I had felt way more energy there than what was physically there in that moment. And there were many times where I could look in my room and I could see the whole heavenly host of angels and all of these guides and us, the collective that's here on earth right now. So you are a part of that. And I, and I just want to share that if you feel lost or displaced, you can tune into connections and meditations and you can I mean, I invite you to go to the school and check out some of the podcast episodes or some of the YouTube messages from the Council of Light. Check out some of the meditations and you'll start to feel a sense of community a little bit more in a moment of time where you might really feel like you could use or you need that boost. So I'm kind of going off track a bit here, (laughs) but I think it's important to share So releasing is when we can clear all that energy and then find that semblance of who we are and pull our codes back in. I've had, as many of you have, I'm sure, lifetimes that 
really spanned and was exceptionally contrasting. So poverty to having riches, separation to complete unity and consciousness and love, consideration to disdain. I've had lifetimes where I was um, not allowed to use my gifts and other lifetimes where I was revered for my gifts. And I feel like we've all had that. So once we release, then we can access find those codes, find the gift and, and bring it back into the body. And I'm speaking about the ancient and very deep programmings and pain and trauma that we've carried from space to space to space. Now let's talk about as an energy therapist, I want to just channel in this information that's coming through technically speaking. So, um, when we work as an energy therapist, let's use Reiki, for example, because it's somewhat you know, foundational work, basic awareness of what I'm going to share here. Let's say you find an area within the client that's heavy or dense and you're bringing Reiki around to release and soften and clear it. And then you release it out of the system and you help bring it to the light or whatever form of therapy you work with to heal the energy. We don't just leave it there hanging around. So we work to heal it. And then there could be a diminished space within the body where the energy is low, it is lacking. And so then we bring the Reiki in to heal it. So the healing portion where I'm speaking now is regenerating the energy. It's energizing, it's fueling it. And there's so many forms of energy. We can say energy like a battery where I have a lot of energy for the day. But then we can have energy that is a specific vibration and an essence of something that our soul owns or has naturally that we've forgotten about. And so we bring that in through the soul retrieval kind of work. So let's say strength, um, compassion for self, let's say confidence. I think these are things that maybe some of us in this day and age uh, struggle with based on society's expectations. So we let the energy flow in and then all of a sudden we feel so strong. And I've gone through a whole series of healings at such an enhanced way and level this past year from the beginning of the podcast. If you listen back to episode one, Clarity, where I speak about this. And so there are so many different forms of sessions and releases and aspects of healing work. We can focus on one moment. We can focus on the subconscious. We can focus on past life. We can focus on the family and the DNA. But I, as I'm saying focus, I want to share, we focus on it after it comes to our awareness, right? So there always needs to be some way of understanding what we're working with if we are going to focus on it and put it in a category. Otherwise, just let the energy move through you. <laughs> just let it move through you. And I recently sent out a newsletter. And so I wanted to share here on the podcast that I'm going to be inviting in and recording. We're going to be having more of our guest energy therapy sessions coming up soon. So if you are feeling called to come onto the podcast and receive an energy therapy session, uh, send me an email. It's just how I'm working right now. Send me an email at spiritandsoulhealingpodcast at gmail.com and I will uh, let you know. <laughs> so I'll get back to everybody. I'm going to let it kind of 
have the session requests come through and um, then I'll probably sit down at one moment and just start scheduling some sessions. One of the reasons that I really felt called to do this was to share what I experienced behind the scenes because so many times these beautiful messages come in that we all could use and by having it on the podcast in real time where you can see how it unfolds, I think it can provide a multi-layer, multifaceted, really deep awareness that can create those shifts for our own inner healing, our aha moment, and an advanced way of working within the relationships that we share with others and ourselves within our own healing process. So I want to just talk a little bit about the locating the source of energy as a therapist. Like I mentioned, sometimes I go into past lives, but sometimes I'll see connections and energy here in this reality. It can be pressing on the aura or it could have infiltrated and made its way into the aura from an external source. Sometimes we'll find a consistent vibration that is like, I'm trying to feel into the best way of sharing Let's say you plug in an energy and an electrical cord and you can hear that humming and there's this humming of a frequency that's now attached to your energy field. And even if you're awake or asleep, sometimes you notice that it's there if you're really sensitive. And so we can go in and pull that energy out and unwind it or unplug it. And often these can be cords to situations and events or to other people And so we're guided in what ways to work with the energy and if it is appropriate to clear it, to temporarily disconnect it or to permanently release it. So that's when we work with cords, with energy cords that are between us and another person or another place. And there's other aspects of it. So we look to see where's the energy at in the body And then what's it connected to and the best way of releasing it. And so a part of that is understanding the discomfort. How has that connection or that interference been impacting us or the client if you're a therapist? In what ways will we now see a shift and a release? And so in sessions, I get that information and I channel it in. And sometimes we'll have that instantaneous transmutation of energies and this instantaneous shift in healing. But sometimes there's a process where the soul is now working with it, with the information, with the energy. And it can take a few days or a couple of weeks to fully release and transmute completely out of the body. And then also to be able to design and create our new reality. So if we were within a specific structure or a program or paradigm where we had a specific belief system, let's just go as far as cognitive dissonance. Like if you now hit this harsh reality that something that you believed, a tenant that you lived by your entire life no longer can continue like whatever it might be for me it was religion parts of religion back when I was oh gosh like (laughs) like two decades ago way long back um that was wild I remember saying oh my gosh my whole reality shifted it would be as if somebody told you or you believed the sky was blue and the grass was green your entire life 
And then one day you walk outside and the sky is purple and the grass is, you know, blue or red or whatever, like completely just different. That's how my life flipped so quickly. So then I had to learn how to live in this new reality. Um, And so that kind of a approach can happen, maybe not as extreme, (laughs) but we might find that maybe we viewed the world in a certain way and a lot of it came from our initial response, how our nervous system responded, how our personality came forward when we encountered an experience. And now that that healing has taken place and we no longer respond in a certain way, we're going to then see, oh, okay, so how do I naturally respond initially? And then what's my next course of action, right? So you're going to find that integration and you'll receive more clarity and awareness. And then you'll also have those moments where you understand that, wow, I really did have such an incredible experience, such a next level healing by releasing that energy out of my system that for myself, I say, I feel like an enhanced version of me. I'm still me. I'm still the same person, but I just have more energy and confidence and clarity and awareness and also more compassion because there can be a grieving kind of aspect that takes place where we begin to grieve and have compassion for the experiences that have come to light. Maybe that trauma, that belief or these lower thoughts and feelings that we've thought about ourselves now is to the surface. It's come to the surface to release and heal. And so we begin to have this compassion and this next level awareness of, wow, okay. And it can often come through when we're doing inner child work, right? Um, It can also come through when we're healing from relationships. You know, we start to see the other person's perspective or the pain that they were going through. And then maybe we feel ashamed or remorseful um, or compassionate and just, you know, we pause for a moment and process it. And then we take that responsibility and say, wow, I really could have, you know, had I known better, I probably would have responded in a different way. But if I could now respond with love, knowing what I know now and healing coming, you know, into this experience as a new healed person, how would I respond? And so you can go into meditative space or you can journal and write, or if you feel that you are in an available moment where you can reach out directly, you can speak to the person, you can speak to their soul and share you know, your loving message that you choose to share. And then also, if it's something about yourself, you can talk to yourself at that age, when you were 12, when you were 14, when you were 16, you know, like this. And I've made a few mistakes in my life that really, if I think about them, you know, it sat really heavy with me because I was like, wow, that was a really crappy thing to do, you know, or gosh, that was a hard, challenging moment that I never even gave myself full you know, full space to heal from. And so when I would think about all of this and it would come up over and over, even after I tried to make amends or work through it, 
I remember that there were certain energies sitting with me because I really wanted, I really have high standards, right? And so I really wanted to just make sure it was all resolved and it would come through sometimes. And so one thing is that when you've done all that you can do, you need to let yourself receive the same forgiveness. So my guides had come in and they're like, Amy, if somebody else did this to you and you worked through it in the way that you worked through it, would you forgive them? And I was like, oh, absolutely. <laughs> like for sure, you know. And um, then they said, well, then why aren't you forgiving yourself? Why aren't you giving yourself that same consideration? And that really hit home. And so then I was able to say, okay, yeah, I guess I, I was just not feeling that I deserved it. If somebody else deserved it based on the same scenario, then why am I holding myself back from healing and receiving? And in that moment, I was able to release this energy that I had wrapped around myself or held close in my, in my heart and in my gut. Um, so forgiveness is powerful. Forgiveness of events, forgiveness of the experience, forgiveness of how we acted in things. And also boundaries are important. Forgiveness does not mean that we say it was okay at all. It means that we're saying, okay, I'm ready to release this energy from my system so that it no longer has authority or effect or governance over my energy field, my frequency and my experiences. So following up with the aspect of release and how important it is, make sure you allow yourself the experience to fully process the release, you don't have to put a time on it, right? I will say that I feel like sometimes when it takes a long time to move through something, it can be because it's multi-layered, multifaceted. But every moment of experience where we work with that, we let the energy surface, we thank it, we honor, we acknowledge the experience in the moment and let it go and then bring healing light in you're going to find that your energy heals at a deeper and deeper way and we lift up higher in frequency and we feel this sense of wholeness like we never felt before. So you can still release the energies of discomfort and lack and these fear and limitations that are holding you back. And um, as you release, you'll find more light comes in as that heals so I encourage you to not skip over the importance of releasing energies and um, you can use any of the exercises that I've shared and I'll put them below in show notes for sure. I have some playlists that can help, you know, release different aspects of emotion that might be coming up, might be surfacing. And as I've mentioned, this energy right now is so supportive in helping to heal quantumly through time and space because it's so intense. <laughs> so if you have something coming to the surface that you haven't thought about forever, or you've been trying to stuff down in and ignore because you don't have time, oh my gosh, do yourself a favor. Look at that and clear it out. Number one, say, is this mine? Does it belong to me? Right? That's an amazing place to start because if you get a strong no, then it's all about putting up boundaries and clearing energies of others out of your system. Then you can say, was this something I experienced in another life? Maybe it was energy from others put at you. So 
um, forcefully directed your way that lodged in your system or created an overlay of a template or imprint a programming. And then that's another area where you're like, okay, let's work it th- with this, you know, from this space. So you go back through time and space and say what comes to your heart and mind. Whatever is coming through, it needs to be spoken and said to unravel and unwind and dislodge that energy and claim your power, claim your authority, and sit in that reverent space of quiet contemplation with a balanced awareness. It's a responsibility too. So if you know that you misstepped and you messed up, take responsibility for that. And um, by asking for forgiveness and doing what you can do to help bring peace to the relationship, the relationship of the past or of the now. So I hope this gives you some inspiring, encouraging awareness and the exercises can be beneficial for you. I just want to share again that healing is a step-by-step process. It takes time sometimes. There can be layers and other days and other healing moments, you can just have transmuted it immediately and stepped into your power. So again, there's no judgment. Don't overanalyze, just feel what is happening and work in the now moment with that awareness, with thoughts, with the vibrations and with the emotions and with your stamina. So the health of your energetic field and some of the best ways to get that kickstarted is movement, grounding with mother nature and grounding in your own soul light codes. So I encourage you to take that time for self-care and active awareness activations of your own energy and to let that healing light come on through (laughs) so thank you so much beautiful i look forward to seeing you again on the next episode of the spirit and soul healing podcast Hi, this is Amy, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in here at the Spirit and Soul Healing Podcast. This is a reminder that you can like and subscribe and follow to receive notifications for all upcoming episodes. I'm also sharing a chakra meditation for those who would like to leave a review on any of the audio platforms, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and audible. So to receive the meditation, just send me an email at the spirit and soul healing podcast at gmail.com with a screenshot of your review. And I'm happy to share that with you. When you leave a review, you'll also be entered into the monthly drawing for a 30 minute energy therapy session or an angels and aura reading. And you can check the show notes below for this month's winner.